playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Search Cast, featuring Search Engine Land Editor-in-Chief and Search Marketing Expo Chair, Danny Sullivan, keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of today's happening in your world. The Daily Search Cast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, Yahoo, Microsoft Live, and other search engines. Join us now for this edition of SearchCast. Here's your host. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Daily SearchCast. My name's Chris Winfield. Today's Wednesday, August 27th. Now, please welcome Danny Sullivan. Hey, Chris. Hey, Danny. Yeah. What's going on? Just stalling. <laughs> nice. I uh, I tried to get signed into the chat room, and then I have all the stories, but then I didn't load them up in the way I was supposed to. So uh, uh, yeah, somebody just uh, wrote a bad word to me and said uh, it crashed his Firefox. Really? The, the yeah. chat room? Yeah, yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm not gonna repeat. I need somebody who just does these things for me now. Where do I get one of those? Yeah. I have an intern. Yeah, a like personal intern has to come here and bring me Diet Coke in the morning. Exactly. Load up stories, write things, do all How my far away from many colleges? That wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. All right, well, guess what? I am I'm all stalled out. I got, we've got news. We, we do have stuff here. So what do we got? Uh, I thought we'd start off with some election because, you know, uh, the uh, Democratic National Elections Convention is going on, so that's big election news. I was yep. so out of it that uh, we were sitting on the patio, and I could hear like all this like election sounding stuff coming from nearby. And then I realized it was like a neighbor who was like broadcasting out uh, Michelle Obama's speech, which was pretty cool. And yeah. then Hillary did her speech yesterday, but I missed it because I went out rollerblading instead. So I was like, <laughs> uh, I got back and I saw these twitters like, "You go, Hillary!" So I guess she was good. But there's good news. If you've missed these sorts of things going on, Google naturally has come together in a way to to get you going. They have this thing called Google 2008 Election, uh, which is not actually about electing Google, but it's about the 2008 elections for the U.S. presidential race in the U.S. You can go to it, and when you get there, you can use the different tools. Uh, when it loads, by default, it loads Barack Obama. Uh, that's no, what no, I was no, going to no. mention. If you reload the page, then it may, by default, show John McCain. And, and either one, you can go through and you can see these little tabs, like you can see election news. So here I can see that uh, Giuliani is saying that Obama is inexperienced. That's one of the news headlines that are out there. Yep. And I can see that um, he's going to be nominated as another Clinton speaks. So uh, Bill's going to be up tonight talking and things like that. I can go over to YouTube and see the latest things that are showing up there. Here's Michelle Obama. Here's the keynotes and get all that. So that's kind of neat. I can go see blog posts. So I can see uh, what people are saying on the blogs out there. Quotes coming up that are exacted from New York Times. Um, here we are. Uh, here's a quote relating to him that's extracted from Google News. Mr. Obama is the same man who drove me and our new baby daughter home from the hospital 10 years ago this summer, she said in her speech. Uh, you know, I'd hope so. I mean, <laughs> he was your husband. You know, who else could drive you home, right? But <laughs> hey, with those little quotes. With the uh, blog post, are, there's got to be some type of filter on there because... Looks a yeah. lot different than the blog searches that I see. 
Yeah, I was I was with you on that, Chris. I was thinking, wow, really? You're gonna you're gonna do blog posts? Uh, you're gonna you're gonna be that risky? So let's see you here. By default, the search is for Barack Obama on. Oh, this is nice. Check this out, Chris. Here's what they've done. Go to. Um, oh, you tricky Googles! You don't trust your blog search enough. So um, this is fascinating. So if you click on the link uh, for blog posts, you'll see that what they do is uh, there's a more button. See, it says like more results. Uh, for the blog post, because uh, for those of you trying to visualize what Chris and I can actually see, um, there are these little tabs, and you go from tab to tab, you see different results. So when you go to the blog post tab, you see four listings, and that's it, and they're very clean. If you click on the More Results link, then it pops you over to a custom search, where for some reason they're actually using um, a single quote rather than a double quote, which surprises me that works, and it lets you search against political blogs. <laughs> So Google's gone through, picked out blogs that they think are political, done it that way, and they're powering it off of that. So it's not really blog search, is it? It's political blog search. How about a little fairness and labeling, Google? You're cleaning exactly. it all up. Let's just do a general uh, blog search, right? Uh, let's see what we get um, off of that. Just I'm going to do Barack Obama from the, the, it'll be the blog in general to see what comes up, number one. Barack Obama, um, Xanax, and Vicodin, and Viagra. Oh, wait, i got to say, night, berry... See you tomorrow. Barry's IMing me in the middle of the show again because he huh. forgets that we do that. Yeah, Brian Schweitzer is your Barack Obama. I voted for Barack Obama today. Barack Obama's children pledged themselves to secret cause. <laughs> that was. I don't know if you saw the speech. After you did the speech, you know his kids were on stage. Did you see yeah. this? Uh, I didn't. See, I only watched last night. She, she did the speech, and, and his kids were on stage, and, and his youngest daughter kept talking to him. <laughs> He's trying to talk, and she's like, going, hi, Daddy, hi, Daddy. And it is making me laugh so much because you're just thinking, like, on the one hand, as a father, you're like, when you go, oh, isn't that sweet? You know, your child's talking to you. On the other hand, you're like, going to go, shut up. <laughs> hey, do you remember when Giuliani got sworn in and his really kid went nuts? Because uh, John Stewart commented on that in much better and much more amusing fashion. <laughs> Anyway, you'll you'll get there someday or not. I don't want to get you back in that hole again with Danielle like we did last time. I would like to have kids. Never. I mean, someday, uh, maybe already. Not. Uh, I think I was misquoted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there you are. You can go do the the, the search. That's kind of neat. You can check all this stuff out. Um, oh, oh, um, Yahoo has some stuff, and and so does. Um, Live Search, Microsoft, MSN, whatever they're called. So over at um, Yahoo, there's Elections 08. This looks like it's part of their full coverage area, uh, and you can get the news about the different candidates, and that looks very nice as well. So see, but you know, Google didn't do it, so you know we didn't give it the big headline there uh, when we probably should have. So I'll work on that later. And over at um, Microsoft, they have the podium, your vote 08, and here are all the candidates, and uh, it looks kind of lame because they're still listing all the candidates even though we're down to the nominees. And to even use it, I have to install Microsoft Silverlight, so fail. <laughs> no shot. Yeah, I've been trying to install IE8 all day, right? I'd like to like try and play with it, see how it goes. And it's like, thank you for downloading. Install this. Install that. Oh, try our beta thing with Silverlight. It's like, God, you guys <sighs> wonder why everybody's not using you anymore? Exactly. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> <sighs> Microsoft can only hope that Google like loses its mind and starts requiring you to involve, install like um, you know Google Gears for everything, and, and Google Gears becomes like an 180 million megabyte download. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I hope that's not what they're 
Go, no, go ahead. Sorry. That, yeah, sorry. Over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can be so hard because, you know, we, we, it's hard when you're doing the show because we stomp on each other. It's, it's hard for me to know when you're talking and when I'm talking. Yeah, yeah we get that. It, it reminds me of, like, talking to people on cell phones, you know, like, no matter how good your connection, you stomp all over the other person. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll just have to put up with it. So um, this was fun or idiotic, depending on how you want to look at it. This is good. Uh, Todd Friesen had gotten this email from Fine Law <laughs> saying that, um, hey, uh, you know, we're this major legal site. We list all these lawyers, and um, if you want, we'll sell you some links so that you know you guys can start ranking better. <laughs> <laughs> he was just exactly. amazed that they were so overt in putting this out, and uh, apparently they went off to another, a couple other places, and uh, Google wasted no time in knocking their page rank value down from a 7 to a 5. That was each fine loss. But did any of their rankings change? Oh, Chris, don't be such a spoil sport. They were punished. That was a severe <laughs> slap on the wrist. Okay? They're, 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 if you look at the, paw, at the top of their hand, it's very... Very red. I can even see like <laughs> fingerprints from the Google and engineer that slapped them. Right, All the right, ruler, so right? Like the uh, Catholic school the ruler. Difference in the world. Yeah, no, they didn't lose any rankings. Of course not. It's <laughs> fine law. I can't can't pull them out of the index. Exactly. If, if it was like fine dash a dash lawyer dash now dash in dash new dash York, they'd have been axed. <laughs> they'd be removed. Exactly. Yeah. So By the way, the I will find law at seven. I had this reporter call me today about it, and they're like, so does it make a difference to them? Like, well, it means they can't sell their paid links, but, you know, that's, I suppose that's a punishment. But uh, by and large, it's not bothering them one bit, so. Hey, I don't know. by the I way, mean, go ahead. Is it, their, is it their homepage? or Because I still see the homepage at seven on both. On, uh, oh, well, they've probably have been all restored now because, you know, they would have no-followed and recanted and, and promised to sacrifice small children to redeem themselves in Google's, Google's mind. <laughs> so, yeah, I see, them up as a, uh, I see them up as a seven as well. Nice. Which apparently is the same page rank as my pit Twitter page. I just need to check that out. Somebody did oh, this yeah. recently. They started putting the page ranks up with different people's Twitter pages. Uh, oh, let me just check. I want to double-check here. I think I so, see six. Let me just see. Let me just see. Uh, I'm a six. So that's nice that my Twitter page can be a six while our forums with far more content um, over at Spin, I think, are still at a five. And Search Engine Land is, like, at a seven. So all i got to do is start Twittering. I could be, be a six. Rock. <laughs> exactly. Kill a little, uh, I'll kill a little uh, vacation spam over at Spin while I'm at it. I'm just checking, so let's see, see how we're ranking over there. Yeah, Spin has a page rank of um, six. So I don't even know why I you know, bothered putting all this time into um, doing, uh, doing a form or whatever. I could have just Twittered my way up into the good graces of Google. Of course, it's not like you can do much with your Twitter page, right? Well, I suppose you can, you can, put you know, one, you can link put links yourself. In you can't do yeah. uh, anchor text link, right? Nope. But, but Dave uh, Naylor was the one who came out with that. You could put that one link in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got that link, so there you are. <laughs> All right, so um, uh, let's leave that behind. Let's talk about Google Checkout, you know, the, uh, they, they're the not PayPal rival that is PayPal rival. 
that yep. Google isn't trying to promote over other things but does promote over other things. So there was a bit of like a hoopla when Google started putting these little Google Checkout badges below AdWords advertisers if they were also Google Checkout merchants because it was kind of like another thing of, oh, okay, so if we want an extra oomph in the Google listings, not like a ranking oomph, which is a visual oomph, I guess we have to join Google Checkout, but that's not evil in any way, right? <laughs> It's not like changing the playing field among the different providers. It's not like if I use PayPal, I get to have a PayPal checkout link. No, 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 no. Oh, and by the way, yes, it works that way over at Yahoo, too. But you started it, Google. You started it. So uh, now, not only can you have a Google checkout badge, but if you're offering money off, it'll say that. So, like, this is a big ad here for Petco. And if you do a search for them, um, you get a little badge saying that you can order online through Google checkout and $5 off. And it's quite noticeable. It's really kind of yeah. kind of there. I heard the next thing is it's going to be flashing. It should do that. And then after that, <laughs> it should just automatically click on itself. <laughs> like, if you just kind of hesitate to hover near it, they should interpret that as, you know, you, we, we at Google probably decided you did want to click on it, so we just did the click anyway. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, and as always, dailysearchcount.com, find today's episode, and uh, you can get links to uh, everything that uh, we're talking about out there. Uh, we'll do one more. We'll take a break, and then uh, we've got some more things after that. So this is, this is interesting. Um, you remember last year, Microsoft spent like $6 billion um, to uh, acquire um, uh, Equantive because you know, what the hell, they had a lot of money, and if they got that, then Google wouldn't get it, and then they'd be like double-click, and then everything would happen, and, and Microsoft would be as good as Google, and everything would be great. And as part of getting a Quantiv, they um, also acquired Avenue A Razorfish, which is, a, among other things, a search marketing firm. So now Google, of course, came under all this pressure um, about having Performix uh, being a search marketing firm of their own. Like when they finally got DoubleClick, they got Performix, and suddenly Google was in the search marketing business. And um, a number of people, including myself, were like, this sucks. You guys shouldn't be running a search marketing firm. And to their credit, it's one of the few times that, that Google actually said no to itself and uh, divested themselves of Performix and got rid of it. So goo boo, you know, good job, Google. Uh, and, but the same thing applies to Microsoft. Why on earth are you guys running a micro, you know, search marketing company. We must be a search engine. And uh, they just haven't really seemed to care <laughs> about any potential conflict that they've uh, said things like, you know, we're big enough and screwed up enough that you, you can tell we would never be able to get people organized. They didn't say they screwed up enough part, but, you know, they are. So, um, yeah. So, they, yeah, that, they just seem to have not ignored it. But now, long story short, apparently... Uh, they're talking with WPP, the uh, advertising agency, about unloading Avenue A. And I guess the debate million. is whether or not um, they'll get their money back. And because they feel like um, they, you know, they, they feel like they paid so much for a quantive that Avenue A would be part of that, and therefore it's worth a lot more money. So it's very, I don't know, it's very difficult to know how much Avenue A is really worth for. Let's see here. I'm looking at some of the figures that came out of that age article. Um, they said that uh, Microsoft primarily interested in the first two businesses, Atlas and Drive PM, not Avenue A. Um, but Avenue A accounted for 60% of Aquanta's revenue. Wow. So that would mean that potentially it was worth $3.5 billion. Uh, and uh, they don't think that Microsoft could get anywhere near that amount of money if they try to sell Avenue A, so they may not want to sell it. Uh, who wants to say that they already paid 
over the tops they should have done for uh, Double Click and got themselves in that mess. Well, so anyway, you know, remember the... when uh, Razorfish was worth about six billion? So right now Where it's a it's a bargain. It's a bargain and getting bargainerish <laughs> over time. So <laughs> they uh, had a uh, market cap. They, they may switch it off. Um, we'll we'll see. Um, what I love is that one of the things is not factoring this is the fact that they shouldn't even be owning it. It's just a. Uh, it's just, you know, how do we get rid of this? <laughs> you know, and, and make back our money. Ah, so anyways, let's take a, a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about product launches and things. Cool. Stay tuned for more of the Daily Searchcast after this quick timeout. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Now, back to the Daily Searchcast, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hey guys, welcome back to the Daily Searchcast. I'm Chris Winfield. Please welcome back California's own Danny Sullivan. Oh, that sounds nice. Being <laughs> back in California, it is right. Oh, <laughs> it's it ever. <laughs> exactly, like a bright new day every day. Oh, anyway, so uh, Google uh, finally got Google Suggest out on its homepage. Uh, they'd yeah. only been testing the uh, the darn feature since 2004. They'd been testing it everywhere and running it in like Firefox or whatever. This is the thing where you start typing, and it starts bringing little suggestions for you. So if you start typing in Olymp, then you'll see, like, it starts as getting these drop-downs, like Olympics 2008, Olympic schedule, Olympics TV schedule, and so on. So now it's coming to the Google homepage. If you don't see it yet, you should by the end of the week. And, um, I don't this is one of those things you're like, why didn't you roll this thing out? Apologize for the yawning. I really am far more entertained by my own story than I'm talking about the hit sound. Um, you're like, why didn't you guys roll this out sooner? And and I love the response I got back from Google. It was, um, uh, quality is very important to us. And since so many people visit Google.com homepage, we want to make sure to evaluate and refine our algorithms, provide a good experience using Google Suggest. Oh, give me a break. For God's sake, you've been doing it for four years? Wait, for four years? It took you four years to refine it? it that's why? And, and then it doesn't look any refined. It doesn't feel like you've done anything different. It looks like the same Google Suggest you've had on, on the various Google Suggest pages. But, you know, all right, whatever. So it's out there now so you guys can play with it. So cool. Hey, the, you know the kid Martin Bowling, he did a good... Uh he had a good point about it. It's like it could be a potential reputation management nightmare uh, because, like, I, if you look at some of the people, yeah. like what they're actually coming up, you know, what Google's suggesting for them. No, it could be. It's gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see if people get more aware of those things when you start typing and what comes up and, and what you get with it. Plus, you've got a lot of SEOs now that are thinking, oh, so now I got to really, you know, if I'm trying to optimize for, say, um, the term cars. 
well, now I'm going to see that people are going to be subjected to cars for sale, so maybe I need to be focusing on that, or they're looking for car guide or stuff like that. So um, let me just see what I get for Britney. She ought to give me something embarrassing, right? Britney Spears, lyrics, news, songs. No, she's all right. Who else do we have that's embarrassing? Uh, Paris Hilton. Oh, excellent. Oh, I get John McCain, Paris Hilton. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Paris Hilton McCain. Oh, hers is pretty clean. Hers looks like uh, she's running for office. Paris Hilton McCain. They got married. Wow. (laughs) She's next. Yeah. So anyway, um, all right, so uh, moving right along-ish. Also, this is another thing that kind of came up, is Google's uh, doing cinema searching. Uh, this kind of annoyed me a little bit because in in July they did one of these posts. They've been doing a series of posts about how they do search ranking and the search quality stuff that's going on. And those have all been really good, and they're all really transparent. Like we're trying to tell you more about what goes on behind the scenes with Google. But then, like, you're reading through it, and there was this one thing that said, like, oh, um, we have these um, – and what did they say? It's that we've made notable advances in this area, including best-of-class spelling suggestion, advanced synonym system, and a strong concept analysis system. And I was thinking, well, what? when did Google start doing concept analysis? When did it become at Google that if I searched for run, you would know that conceptually that's the same term perhaps as jogging? So you started searching for jogging on, you know, going on there? I, this is not something Google like, had done like forever. They, you know, in fact, they to some degree turned their noses up against that sort of thing. So I had flagged it down on my to-do list, like, must talk with Google about what's going on here. And then they had another one of these posts that came out yesterday on how they do these uh, little experiments. And they're always running these experiments, and that little changes, like making a, a plus symbol a little bit bolder, might make people make more use of it. And they mentioned also that one of the things that they're doing now, new, is that they're highlighting when they uh, are stemming a word or uh, matching it through synonyms. So then I'm like scratching my head again. I'm like, all right, stemming is like when you do a search for run and they match running. And so run is the stem of that word. And they've been highlighting like that since uh, 2004, whenever they first started doing stemming. No, 2003. So that wasn't new. But they are going to start highlighting if they uh, do a synonym search. So if you did a search for runs and they decided that that was the same thing as jog, and you get a listing that comes up and it says the word jog in the listing, they'll highlight it. And that was new. And, in fact, that was further confirmation and a big wake-up call to me that, wow, I guess you guys really are doing this whole synonym searching. So, yes, they are. And I did finally follow up with them and they said, yes, we are doing it. Um, so, yeah, from a search marketing standpoint, potentially it means that you could be doing better for words even if you didn't actually um, use those words in your copy. Realistically, um, search results still tend to be skewed by and large towards the actual words that are appearing on the pages, with the exception of like links, right? You know, some people will rank well for words and they don't even have those words on those pages. But for the most part, you know, it's still a case that don't think just because you wrote a page about running that you're going to start ranking well for jogging. A page that's about jogging should still do better. Um, from a searching point of view, I just kind of want Google to make it clearer when that's happening. This is part of the highlighting, right? If they're highlighting that they use that word. But I, I, I want them, you know, they did this search customization thing where they start telling you, by the way, these results are customized for Los Angeles or these results are customized based on your past web search history. I kind of want them to say that if they've expanded your search and you search for run and they've decided that we're also matching five other words, I kind of want them to, to tell me that. 
and make it really clear for me so I can override them because I can remember in the past when search engines would do this and it would be annoying or they'd skew things in ways that you weren't expecting. So, Yeah. That, uh, that post of theirs just had so many buzzwords in it. It just made my eyes gloss over. Oh, mine or the original one where they had posted it out the, there? Well, just like best in, the original, best in class and out yeah. over and over. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that was a that was a feature of Google uh, Buzzword-O-Matic, where you can. Nice. <laughs> I gotta get that. Yeah. Oh, it's available. It's on the uh, Web 2.0 beta website now with Ajax. So um, we also <laughs> got to download made Silverlight to get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you won't even be able to use it. Sorry, uh, but maybe you're running IE9. <laughs> I have the pre-beta alpha, so yeah, I'll be good. <laughs> So uh, MapQuest has rolled out some, a new look, uh, new features. They um, used to go to MapQuest, and it was like, uh, here, type in an address, and now you go there, and there's actually a map on the home page, so you can kind of zoom in on the map stuff or whatever. Um, they've cleaned some things up. Um, you can have a single box to enter in an address rather than have to do city, state, zip code. They're getting smart with that. Uh, and they're also... Um, trying to bring in some features like gas prices that some people don't realize are out there. Probably because if you search for gas prices, you have to get um, every uh, gas buddy site that's out there that are all allowed to operate on the separate domains without um, um, recourse from Google. I don't know if you remember that, but it made me really irritated, and I'm going to take a look at it right now just to be even more irritated. <laughs> so I'm, I'm doing a search for gas prices. This will be fun. Doing the search for gas prices. And... Oh, Instead, I'm doing the search for gas prices. Oh, what was that? Was that a bell? Yeah. Wow. Well, it sounded I like you were on a cable car. Gas prices. Yeah. I do the search for gas prices, and now I'm getting uh, Gas Buddies number one, Gas Buddies number two. Well, you know, they supposed to have that kind of indented thing. And then for number three, I get Los Angeles gas prices, which uh, is, oh, uh, a Gas Buddy website. So then I'm going to take a look here, and below that I get MapQuest, which is at number four. Actually, news results are number four. Gas prices from MapQuest are at number five, then Nemesis Autos, and then Missouri uh, gas prices, which is, oh, run by GasBuddy uh, on <laughs> number six. And then below that I get Gas Price Watch, and then I get the Department of Energy, and then ZFAX, and then Fuel Economy. So not bad. They're controlling 40% of the page, which is better. I got New York gas prices on one of mine. Uh, well, that's because you're in New York, seeing Google's probably tailoring yours. If I go to the second page, then I get Twin Cities gas prices, which is, uh, oh, gas, buddy. Uh, yeah. And then I get to go to, um, oh, okay, then I get the DOA again, which annoys me because I always get irritated when I see the same site showing up again on the second page. Why didn't I get it? Uh, Seattle gas prices, so if you're driving out there and you're trying to find gas prices. Gas Buddy is happy to give them to you. Uh, and then if I keep going down here, how stuff works. And, oh, now I'm getting New York gas prices, which is, um, oh, guess who it's from. Um, oh, yeah, Gas Buddy. And then, uh, oh, look, and then here's another page from MSN Autos, which didn't we have that before? Yes, we did, but now we get to have it again uh, because of Google's lameness and not being able to figure out when you go onto the second page that they already showed you pages from that particular website on the first page. So I'm sounding irritated now because I am irritated over this sort of thing. So, um, you know, subdomains, domains, you shouldn't run separate websites unless you're Gas Buddy, and then apparently you can do whatever you want. I'll leave it at that. Hey. <laughs> Seriously, you're just like, come on. 
That's yeah. just annoying. Oh. It's All like right. that with uh, Babblefish, too. I don't know if you've ever oh, yeah? seen like yeah. what they... I don't, they kind of fixed it a bit, but it used to be like anything you typed in for translation service services, anything like that, it would be like 9 out of 10 results would be some Babblefish, you know, variation. Translation thing, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Deborah Mastler did a uh, thing we did our call for Link Week where she was talking about uh, tips on that. And she was talking about, just wanted to run down a couple different things here. Uh, she did a thing on ebooks and how you might be able to get ebooks going. And that might be a way of picking up um, some links that you know, put it on your site, get somebody to write the foreword for it, uh, get your customers and friends to do testimonials, and a bunch of other tips uh, off of that. Uh, Mohamed Salim, I thought was interesting. He guess he was at South by Southwest. People were arguing that there's no way to calculate metrics of social media success. Um, so, Chris, I mean, you do these social media campaigns, and I, I guess it must suck because you can't prove that they did anything, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something Thanks like that. Thanks for the money, and um, appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate the support. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it, I, if people would like to believe that, that's mm. fine with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got another laugh here. I'm looking at, um, as I'm looking at his column, I've got an ad coming up from Google AdSense targeted to me here in Orange County for Hunter Barth advertising. And I'm remembering Hunter Barth because when I was first doing web development, we had to go in and try to work with them to help them understand the web, and they didn't. And not only did they not understand the web, but they didn't even understand that um, it was actually worth our time to be paid to try to help them understand it. So I don't think we ended up doing something. Actually, I think we launched their first website for some absurdly small amount of money. Uh, so not full of love seeing them on my own website now, but <laughs> I'm going to move along. Uh, maybe I'll just ban their ads down the line or whatever SEO firm behind it. No, wait, I'll just click on it and make some money because that's what Seth Godin says. If you just click on it. I was just going to say, yeah, tip them or tip yourself. Yeah. <laughs> See, Chris, here's the thing, too, right? This is, this is the annoying thing. <laughs> I've I got to go to like a mini rant, but <laughs> no, you can't buy paid links. Paid links are bad. You should burn in hell and be Satan's spawn for doing it. And then I'm going to get Gnome Dex, and there's this really nice guy who takes these really good, wonderful photographs and everything, and he says uh, at the end of this thing, hey, by the way, if you like the tips I've shared with you or whatever, uh, just link to me using these words. <laughs> You're like going, right? And so here you are. As uh, here I am as you know SEO person, and you're like going, oh, I can't believe he said that. That's like bad. I mean, they're not paid links, but clearly they shouldn't be those kinds of links. Clearly, it's bad, or you shouldn't. And you're like, he's a nice guy. He doesn't know any better. Doesn't know that suddenly he may have the the Google barter paid links. You can't get links unless you earn them through whatever way we want to calculate it. Team to swoop in through your window and then point page rank shooting guns that reduce your power or whatever. <laughs> you know, and, and it's that sort of thing, and it annoys me because then you get those sorts of things happen, and it makes it very difficult to have a clean debate about anything. Because then, you know, Google will say, well, you can't do this, but then you get some search marketer who can say, well, that was all right, and then you have to do, but this, but that, but this, but that. I don't know. And then it's the same thing. So for those who missed it, Seth Godin um, had suggested that, you know, if you really want to help some of the websites, there's a way to help them. Click on their ads. <laughs> right? <laughs> And you kind of understand what he's saying, right? I mean, you know, yes, before right. you advertise the ads or whatever. But at the same time, it's an idiotic thing to say. If you know, search, it's like, well, that's potentially click fraud. Uh, certainly, it's a violation of the AdSense guidelines to incite people to go clicking on your ads. So uh, you shouldn't be doing this. And that was a bad advice to give or whatever. But, oh, you know. And, and then he did like a follow-up post uh, kind of clarifying it. 
Um, I just posted. I didn't it mean in the click on room. my ads. I mean click on everybody else's ads. I mean, so, or the you whole Gasparini thing, right? You know, we get told, okay, it's best practices that you should have one main site. Uh, you shouldn't be trying to run multiple websites. And if you do these sorts of things, you really don't want to do it because you don't want to risk your brand. You don't want your brand to get into trouble. You don't want to. Do it. And I'm like looking at somebody who clearly has a brand, who's clearly getting plenty of traffic off of Google. That I've written publicly about how they just get to stomp all over those search results pages with whatever subdomains that they want to have. And, you know, here three months, four months later, they're still merrily going along. And they won't get a slap, or if they get penalized, uh, maybe they'll lose some of the subdomains. But the GasBuddy website's going to sit there, and it's going to sit there rock solid at the top, primarily because of the valuable information that deserves to be there. And they get to do whatever they want. So I feel a bit grumpy about all that sometimes. <laughs> but we're going to do this What is Spam session at SMX, and I'm sure we'll get better clarity, and then everybody will be on an even pay playing field. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Um, so anyways, back to the what I started leaving off for, the whole uh, thing about social media marketing. So uh, Mohammed came in, and he wrote down different ways to kind of figure out, to measure some of the stuff up, the idea that you can measure one-time traffic to a particular site. Comments give you some way of figuring out metrics, the number of links that are pointing at you, uh, the kind of branding that you get out there. So he said there's some ways to get some measurements that can go. Yeah, that was a good article. It's not, it's not all guesswork. And finally, I just, you know, had to, just had to love this. Um, somebody out there who is trying to figure out if, um, if, uh, cows uh, oriented themselves in any particular way. You know how like moss on the tree grows towards the north or I guess birds fly some yep. direction. Bees do things. Birds yeah. bees do things also. So they've been using Google Earth and they've been zooming in on cows and fields and finding that two out of three of the cows orient themselves north-south. I, You know, I and and um, it's not clear whether or not they point their noses to the north or their butts to the north. That would be an interesting follow-up project. He probably didn't have the resolution. But, yeah, so apparently cows like to be oriented uh, north-south. So They didn't have funding for that part of the project. What's that? They didn't have funding for that part of the project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that may come later. So, uh, anyways, that's the uh, funny thing to leave at the end of the show, and that's it. We, <laughs> that is done. Nice. It's funny. It is pretty good. I, I saw somebody yesterday, like on one of the sites, maybe it was Reddit or something, like, is, isn't there anything better that we can be using our time to solve problems than this? Yeah. No, these are the things we need to do. Exactly. <laughs> nice. All right. Alrighty. So well, thanks very much. Yeah, thank you. Hey, everyone out there, thanks very much. This has been your Daily Searchcast. For August 27th, thanks a lot for joining, and make it a great day or night. Bye-bye. The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Keep it right here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Listen live or on demand to our award-winning lineup of shows anytime, hosted by the most respected names in the Internet world. 
This is Jim Hedrick from Oncology. Join me and Dave Davies every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern or 11 a.m. Pacific as we explore the ecology of the web environment we all work in. That's Webcology Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log on to webmasterradio.fm now.